Hello, my name is Wang Yan, and I am a reporter with News China. With our weekly News China podcast, we aim to give insight into the trends and happenings in modern China through a historical lens. Today, we discuss the new findings of silk as a sacrifice in Sanxingdui ruins. More than 500 bronze, gold, jade, ivory, and clay objects made with sophisticated techniques dating to the Bronze Age were recently unearthed from six pieces at the Sanxingdui ruins site in Guanghan, Sichuan province. Who made these objects? What do these bronze trees and gold masks mean? Why do some bronze masks have protruding eyes? Did Mesopotamia or Egyptian civilizations have an influence on this mysterious Asian culture in China's southwest? These questions about the Asian Shu people in the Yangtze River's upper reaches have fascinated researchers and the public for nearly a century. The new finds are the result of renewed excavation and research efforts since late 2019. The last time that an excavation was officially conducted was in 1986, when two pieces were discovered. It seems that the more artifacts were unearthed, the more questions were raised. Researchers are even divided on how long the civilization lasted. So far, three of the eight pieces dates back about 3,000 to 3,600 years. Scholars believe all the eight pieces were for sacrificial rites by the ancient Shu people, though this point is still debated. Something invisible to the naked eye also caught attention. Silk proteins were found in one of the six newly discovered pits. The samples were found in the ashes of burned relics and on the rims of bronze vessels. The ashes were from burned sacrifices. The Asian people believed the rising smoke from the firewood carried the sacrifice to the gods. The ashes suggest that the sacrificial burning in Sanxingdui resembles ritual practices recorded in China's later history. The silk proteins at the rim of bronze vessels are remains of silk textile used to wrap the bronze. Bronze objects at the time were used in sacrificial rituals, not daily use. Now we can see that all the signs of silk found in Sanxingdui so far had something to do with sacrificial rituals. In addition, silk is precious, soft, and light. Asian people thought the gods loved such things. All this is very likely to indicate that silk was originally only used in sacrificial rituals, not for clothing. There is supporting evidence for this in other areas of Asian Chinese cultures. According to the Huainanzi, a classic Taoist book written in the 2nd century BCE by King Huainan, a royal member of China's Western Han Dynasty, Yu the Great called up the chiefs of vassals and tribes together in Tushan, in today's Anhui province. 
those chiefs recognized as Yu the Great as their ruler. The gathering was thought to mark the founding of the Xia Dynasty by Yu the Great more than four thousand years ago. Xia is widely believed to be China's first dynasty. To mark such a significant political occasion, the chiefs must have possessed something that represented their state power mandated by heaven. They held the jade and silk at the gathering. Based on this, it is possible that silk, along with jade, was believed to serve as a divine bridge between humans and the gods. Later on, jade and silk were considered precious gifts. There is a Chinese idiom used today that describes their power. When two enemies exchange jade and silk instead of weapons of war, they can reconcile with each other. If we look at ancient texts written on silk and earth in China, we can see that most of the texts are either metaphysical works, like Lao Tzu's classic of the way and the virtue, or stories about the relationship between heaven and humans, like the famous manuscript on silk found in Hunan province in the early 1940s. It was written between the 4th and the 3rd centuries BCE during the late Warring States period. As Hunan was part of the state of Chu during that period, the manuscript is known as Chu Silk Manuscript. On it is a myth of how the universe was created and controlled by the gods in heaven. It is the oldest written text found in China to date, and is currently in the Smithsonian Institute's Arthur M. Sackler Gallery in Washington, D.C. It is not a coincidence that it was produced in the true state. Cosmology features prominently in the ancient cultures of this region, and the Sanxingdui site is at the western edge of the true cultures area. The life cycle of a silkworm starts with an egg and ends with a moth. For ancient Chinese, it was a magical process that must be explained by supernatural powers and sacred significance. Cocoons are dead silkworms after they spin silk, but before they become moth. Asian people believed cocoons symbolize the soul. In this sense, cocoons are regarded as a medium between life and death. In some Asian books, the change from worm to cocoon to moth makes silkworms a mystical being. The image of cocoons are very common in ornamentations found in China. Cocoon-shaped pottery dating back 5,000 to 6,000 years ago was unearthed in Shanxi, Hebei, and Jiangxi provinces. During the Shang Dynasty nearly 4,000 years ago, silkworms were worshipped as gods. Many researchers think that the character for silkworm in the earliest examples of Chinese script carved on bones and turtles' shells during the Shang Dynasty suggests that silkworms were used in divination practices. Divine significance was also attached to white mulberries, which silkworms live on. Rituals of worship or prayer for rainfall and the birth of suns were held in white mulberry forests. In ancient Chinese mythology, 
The sun rises on a giant tree called Fusang, which is comprised of two mulberry trees wrapping around each other. Fusang is also described as one of the three divine trees which link heaven and earth. There are a lot of myths and literature that eulogize mulberry trees. Two giant bronze trees have been uncovered in Sanxingdui. Researchers believe they are Fusang trees, which indicate sun worship and the idea of the link between heaven, earth, and humans in the ancient Shu culture. Among the Yangshao cultural relics found in the middle reaches of the Yellow River, dating back 5,000 to 7,000 years, there are many coffins for underage people. There are holes in the coffins. Professor Zhao Feng, curator of China Silk Museum in Hangzhou, Zhejiang Province, posits the holes will serve as windows through which the souls of the dead can rise to heaven, as the coffins with holes look like cocoons from which moths emerge. The earliest silk found in China so far was wrapped around the bodies of children placed in coffins about 5,630 years ago in what is today's Henan province in central China. Zhao thinks these silk wraps were like cocoons to help souls of the children rise to heaven. According to the Book of Rites, or Li Ji, a Confucian classic, Silk clothing was reserved for dead. Silk was also used for clothing worn in sacrificial ceremonies. The Book of Rites explains that in order to show their good faith to the gods and heaven, queens and aristocratic wives had to breed silkworms and harvest silk for their clothes worn during sacrificial rites. When China was divided into small kingdoms, competing against one another during the spring and autumn period between the 8th and 5th centuries BCE, protocols for sacrificial rites were not followed strictly. In addition, silk production was much greater than in previous eras. According to the records of Messiers or Mengzi, who lived during the 4th and 3rd centuries BCE and is known as the second sage after Confucius, old people began to wear silk clothing in daily life. It was probably during that time that silk was used to make daily clothing and was no longer reserved just for sacrificial rites. That is end of our podcast. Thank you to our writer Zhang Yue, editor and translator Li Jia, and copy editor JT. We hope you enjoyed it, and thank you for listening. See you next week.